Hello, everyone. It's your favorite Gunkle Forest. So before this episode of Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know begins, I just want to give a brief heads up warning that for this particular episode, every single person that's involved has been fully vaccinated. And we felt that that was important because we're actually doing it in person. So you will hear that there's two of us in the room together. That's super important, especially for the topic that we're discussing, which you will find out in just a little bit. With that being said, we also tried to make sure that the microphone that we were using was going to pick up all of the different sounds that were being caught. We did everything we could to make sure it worked. It sound great. So keep in mind, there are some points where the audio may sound a little distant and we did the best we could. Hopefully that does not deter you from taking in the experience and listening to everything that's going on, as well as we also took some photos during the experience. So if you want to see the photos that we took, please head over to at coming, C-U-M-M-I-N-G and other stuff on Instagram, and those will be posted there for you. With that being said, enjoy the episode. You're going to have a really good time. Have fun. The following podcast features discussions of an adult nature. Listener discretion is advised. Hi everyone, welcome to Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. I am your favorite Uncle Forrest. So, this episode is going to be very different. (laughs) My guest is standing, actually sitting in the room with me. This is the first time we're actually having a guest inside, like, in person. Unfortunately, Lauren is not here. Although she did want to be here, it would have totally turned her on, but not today. So the reason why we're doing this in particular is because I'm going to do something that I've never done before. It's something that I'm vastly excited about. And that is um, shibari, rope, that kind of stuff. I've never done it before. And so I have been searching through Instagram and as well as other let's fuck around sites and found this person. After talking, we felt it was only appropriate that he is the one that does it. So, Koki, welcome to Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. I'm excited to have you. Thank you for having me. Yes, okay, so, Koki, where did that name come from? I'm actually kind of curious. How did you get Koki? So Koki is a nickname for Jorge. Where I come from. Okay. So Jorge, uh, Koki is a very common nickname for uh, for Jorge's in actually very various uh, Latin American countries. Okay. Some countries that means little frog. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a nickname like Dick is for Richard and Bill is for William. Yeah. Just a little sidetrack. Because I am a junior, mm-hmm. my parents had a, a diminutive to that. So I ended up being Coquito. Oh, okay. Growing up, which mm-hmm. meant, which r- roughly translates to little coconut. <laughs> so, okay. So, but... Koki is just a nickname for for Jorge. I love it. So, what exactly are we going to be doing today? I'm kind of excited. Well, so since this is our first time uh, playing, and Mm -hmm. this is your first time doing rope, I'm going to show you some basics. Yes. And we're going to sort of model some negotiation around it, since you've never been Mm -hmm. tied up before. Yes. And just have fun with it. I want you to uh, Mm -hmm. really just kind of settle into the ropes and experience it in a positive and safe environment. Exactly. Which is why I actually wanted to do something like this in a way, because we've never really done an episode of this magnitude because we've only talked through Zoom and had this, but we've never actually gotten the chance to like encounter something of this magnitude and especially like tying of rope and doing that kind of thing is kind of 
interesting and unique. So what I will do for those of you who are listening, I will explain how I'm feeling and what is happening. And we'll kind of walk through that so that way we're not too out of the dark. There will also be photos that if you go onto our Instagram site, coming and other stuff, you'll be able to see kind of what we were doing and, and actually see it and go from there. So what is the first thing that we would normally start in this manner? Um, okay, well, you've expressed an interest in getting tied up. Yes. Um, let's start with, you've seen my Instagram, right? Yes. Okay. So let's start with, tell me one thing that you've seen on my Instagram that you think is hot and you want to try. Mm-hmm. And tell me something that you've seen on my Instagram that you have seen that you definitely don't want to try. Ooh, okay. So I, mm-hmm, see, that's an interesting part because, <laughs> by the way, if you have never seen his Instagram, it's Rope Burns. It's exactly how it's spelled except except for the z at the end so instead of an s it's a z there's a lot of amazing art to it which i which good job like i don't know how you do it but it takes practice obviously i would say what i would like to do is to be able to at least get the element of being tied up Mm -hmm. just tied up in general i would almost steer clear of not being able to fully move but we will see where that goes when we cross that bridge that's perfectly fine so yeah. we'll obviously get more into it but we can always start with just one rope bondage and go from there There's okay so much thing so many things that we can do mm-hmm. and as we progress then you can tell me if like you want some more mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> so let me ask a couple do you mind if i ask you more questions absolutely okay. let's do it well you mentioned you don't want to be completely mobilized yes but can i tie your hands up yes okay can i tie your feet up Yes. Okay. I see you're wearing glasses. Those will come off. Okay. Are you wearing contacts under those? I am not. Okay. Are you okay being blindfolded? Uh, let's try it. Okay. I, I, for me, I, I want to get the full experience, but obviously, like, if something happens, I will say something. Um, but let's, let's talk try. about that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, oftentimes, uh, folks use safe words. Yes. Um, uh, I think that's, um, a really good idea if you're playing with somebody super new or mm-hmm. somebody you don't know. Yeah. I generally don't use safe words. Okay. Um, which is kind of like <laughs> completely. Everyone's like, no, 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 no. And it's here's the thing. I do like using um, safe words, but I will take you for your word, mm-hmm. right? So if you say I want out, I'm gonna take you out. Yeah. <laughs> if you say you know I want more, or mm-hmm. or if I I want to slow down, or I want to check in, I'm just gonna take you for your word. Yeah. And we're not doing anything that's uh, super crazy today, so yeah. you know nothing. I'm not gonna be gagging you or anything, so you'll be able to fully tell me <laughs> yeah. what, what you're what you're feeling. Absolutely. Uh, you said yes to uh, being tied up on your hands and feet. Mm-hmm. This is your first time getting tied up. What attracts you to getting tied up? So I've mentioned this on the show before. My bigger thing is so like I consider myself a power bottom and I consider very to be very dominant. I like to always be in control in certain regards. Like even if I'm playing with someone, I will I will talk back. I will get into that. But I've never been tied up and it's just something that's always fascinated me. Yeah. And like even like the way that the art of shibari and rope is done, I want to be able to at least get the experience to try that out. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned shibari because I I've been doing rope for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And it's not until last year that I decided that I, w- I could officially say that I was learning and practicing shibari. Mm. So shibari is a type of Japanese bondage, mm-hmm. um, also known as kimbaku. Mm. Um, so it's just bondage, but there's a certain aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, a choice in, f- in, in fibers, Oof. which is really important. Yeah. And part of the reason I, and I just quick little background, why I was so hesitant to say that I was doing shibari is because I didn't know enough. Mm-hmm. So now, now I can say like, oh, I understand why jute 
Mm-hmm. You know, and that has to do with the geography of Japan mm-hmm. and the farming and um, yeah. and what material they had available. Rice as in their, uh, being important in their culture and the byproducts of the rice, being able to make the fibers and all that. Yeah. So yeah, we can we can definitely do sh- some shibari today. Mm-hmm. But I just want to acknowledge that I'm a Costa Rican guy mm-hmm. doing a Japanese thing. Yeah. In California. <laughs> <laughs> right? So in the interest of cultural appreciation versus cultural appreciation uh, um, appropriation, appreciation, yeah. Um, I'd like to acknowledge where it comes from. Absolutely. Um, and acknowledge the culture that it comes from, mm-hmm. and also acknowledge my level of um, uh, knowledge on it. Mm-hmm. I would say that even though many folks consider me an expert in bondage, mm-hmm. I am not an expert in shibari. Yeah, so, and that's so interesting. Um, which is actually a lot of fun because mm-hmm. it's it forced me to start going back to basics before going and doing other crazy stuff so mm-hmm. but you said shibari mm-hmm. and i'm going to give you an, i'm going to give you a choice okay okay so inspires rope to use so okay we have here in front of us a purple rope okay and it's if you feel it it is absolutely synthetic yes um it's a lot softer it's very soft uh-huh. and uh this is jute okay so that's a natural fiber okay so a lot of folks in the u.s they do like use those ones more yes and and there's some practicality to using synthetic rope, mm-hmm. right? And there are some some drawbacks to using that. With the synthetic rope, mm-hmm. you can wash it. Yeah. Right. And you can wash it over and over and over. It's great for using with sex. Mm-hmm. If there's lube around. Mm-hmm. Um, the natural fiber that I have next to it, I wouldn't use for sex. Yeah. Sex because jute rope is very um, finicky. <laughs> yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So this. The synthetic rope, it's soft right away, mm-hmm. uh, easy to use, and it's ready to use right away. Yeah. This rope, I actually bought uh, the hemp rope, I mean, sorry, the jute rope here. Yeah. I actually bought raw. Oh, okay. So this was a labor of love. <laughs> um, and so this rope, I bought completely raw. I had to boil it, mm-hmm. dry it under tension. Oh, wow. I had to fray it. I had to burn it. <laughs> Um, and now, th- now this is like a lot of rope, right? Oh my god! By um, the way, for those of you who can't see, he's got like tool bags, just full of rope, of like all colors, all types. This is a professional that I'm fucking around with. <laughs> um, I'm just a rope nerd. But there, this this jute rope was a labor of love. On top of that, I actually made uh, conditioning cakes with jojoba oil and beeswax. Oh, okay. And then I ran it with my fingers all the length, and then I threw it in the oven. So <laughs> and the reason I explained all of this yeah. is because... Go ahead and take a whiff. Hmm. You smell fire? Yeah. Maybe a little bit of sweetness from... Yeah, I can smell that. Now, if you take this rope... I can smell anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I so. feel like you would use this for more like demonstrations or dungeons where you know sex isn't going to necessarily happen. Yeah, I would use a jute rope if I'm going to go for a very specific, the the, the shibari aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because the the construction of a lot of the bondage mm-hmm. relies on the toothiness mm-hmm. of the rope. Yeah, Shibari, a lot of people have this, uh, not necessarily misconception that it's really complicated. It can be very complicated, but truth be told, there's not a lot of knots to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of frictions. Yeah. Which are like kind twisting of twisting and stuff like that. Knots, yeah. Right? Like mantra hitches, half hitches, that kind uh-huh. of thing. So the toothiness of this rope is really important. Mm-hmm. You can still kind of do similar things with this mm-hmm. uh, other synthetic rope. And as you can feel it, it's much more 
soft and there's really not a whole lot of toothiness to it. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. going to hold knots very different. Yeah. So if I want to go for a very specific shibari look, specific shibari tie, I will go for this. Uh -huh. I will also use this if I'm going to do semenawa. Okay. Which semenawa roughly translates to tormentor rope. In Japanese, oh, um, which is which is a whole new direction that I'm going. Oh, okay. Um, for the last 15 years, you know, I've been telling people like, if you get numb, let me know, we'll get you out. Yeah. Now with Seminawa, you you can expect your hands to go numb. Yeah. And so then now I'm having to learn the differences between like, if it's nerve compression, mm -hmm. or if I'm creating nerve damage, or if it's just the tie, and also being okay with being numb. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me that was really interesting. Also with Seminawa. You're using ropes around the neck, playing with the carotid artery, yeah. um, oh. putting knots in choky places, yeah. which was everything that I had been avoiding for the last 15 years. Yeah. So, but of course, a little sadistic part of me is like, really? You want to try it. I want to try You want to experience yeah. it at least. And I fell in love with it because with one bag of rope, I can achieve everything I can as a sadist with like the 10 other bags that are in my closet with all the electrical play stuff, mm -hmm. the floggers, the yeah. tails, all that stuff. Yeah. I can still get all the same sensations in one bag. Okay. So you have a choice. Oh God, no. <laughs> you painted more of a picture here than you did with this one. So I feel like I'm leaning towards this one. So I'm going to pick this one. <laughs> okay. So you're picking the juke. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. So the color, I I also think too that especially more recently with how Shibari has gone mm -hmm. and how like like social media people have done it that they're more likely to pick more unique colors like this because it's what's gonna look good compared to something like this where people look and go, well, that's just fucking rope, you know? It's I mean, it's, it's rather dull looking, right? It's yeah. beige. It's not the, this one's like a bright purple. And yeah. It's shimmery. It's meant to be seen. Right. Exactly. And this is a little more traditional. Now, you can get natural fiber rope and colors. It's just going to be a lot more expensive. Yeah. Some folks will definitely shy away from this because it doesn't it doesn't attract more But uh, the eye. But if you look at some of the photos of people being tied up with this rope, this photographs beautifully. Mm -hmm. This will photograph like with this honey color. And it's Ooh. just, it has like a little shine to it. Mm. And it's just, it really is exquisite. To How it should be done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this also looks very pretty. But I, I tend to use this for, for again, like more sex purposes. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm going to be outside, you know, if I'm going to be doing demos at a bar. Yeah. I know that if I'm... You want to catch people's attention. Yeah. Not only that, but let's say I do tie somebody up and let's say there's beer... And all kinds of stuff on That's the floor. I can throw, I can throw this on, on there too. Now mm -hmm. this is, uh, and whatever this absorbs, you can wash. Yeah. You can still wash jute, but it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Uh, to to do so, generally you don't wash jute very often. Mm -hmm. There are some disadvantages to natural fibers versus um, synthetic fibers. Mm -hmm. um, one being durability. That will withstand time. This like Absolutely. I feel like pulls more. And yeah. That. So um, the synthetic uh, is going to last you a lot longer. I mean, mm -hmm. I've have I've had rope for twenty years and it's still perfectly yeah. fine. Um, but with this, with uh, jute, you eventually have to retire some of your rope, especially if you're using a particular rope for it to use it as your upline. Mm -hmm. That rope is going to get a lot of friction, mm -hmm. and so it's going to break the fibers. Yeah. Um, and so you have to keep an, a little bit more an eye on on, on natural fibers than you do yeah. with synthetic. Okay, so we're going with the jute. Let's okay. do this. Okay, so I'm gonna have you. Okay. Right here. Okay. And I want you Where facing you... that way. Okay. So I'm essentially positioning you in front of me on the floor. Okay. 
We're not going to do anything just yet. Mm. <laughs> We're just going to breathe together. Mm. Yes, you may. Okay. <laughs> mm. so I'm gonna, oh, excuse me. I'm going to keep your eyes on or for now, and then you, if you want the blindfold, mm -hmm. you can request that. That sounds good. So what exactly got you into, like, wanting to do, like, like rope and bondage and all that other stuff? Well, uh, my first daddy in San Francisco worked for a nonprofit. Okay. And... Uh, well, we incorporated some bondage play in our play, in our in our regular play. Mm. There was a lot of demos that he did for this for this organization, mm -hmm. and um, I became a volunteer, and then I started working for them, mm -hmm. and I ended up running their leather program, oh, okay, Stop Age Project, and um, there was a lot of demos that people asked for. Okay, and so I cut my chops, mm -hmm. giving people right rope rides at the at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to so, start somewhere. Right? And I always had an interest uh, in, in learning things, but mm -hmm. uh, rope seemed particularly nerdy to me. And okay. And really attract it was attractive to me. Okay. It seemed like it was technical, mm -hmm. and there was something to it. And so yeah. I started playing with very rudimentary bondage. Mm -hmm. um, I was raised with uh, old school Leatherman. So, God, um, like Tom of Finland kind of looking guys? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. But if you think about it, in Western bondage, you see a lot of, like, leather cuffs mm -hmm. you see a lot of metal yeah um and that's because well again like i said with with japan their choice of fiber was based on their their geography mm -hmm. well they didn't have a lot of cows okay right mm -hmm. they didn't have a lot of uh you know minerals like metals to to mm -hmm. mine so i ended up learning a lot with cuffs and it was just sort of really mm -hmm. functional bondage okay like we're gonna tie you down because mm -hmm. we're gonna flog you Oh. Or we're going to tie you down because we're going to pierce you on the table and we don't want your arms wiggling around and hurt yourself by <laughs> A lot of nerve damage, you right. know. Right. Well, it's uh, imagine being full of needles and then you're like going, oh, this is so much fun. Yeah. So it was that. more for, for the bottom not to hurt themselves. Okay. So very practical bondage. Yeah. And after that, then I started seeing like a lot more things that were a lot different. And of course, I started getting into that mm -hmm. and, and I just loved it. Mm -hmm. And as far as Shibari, that's relatively new. Running the rope. Mm. Hard to, to do that while I'm narrating. So I'm going to take a pause and I'm just going to describe what I'm doing. Okay. So I'm right behind you mm -hmm. and I'm just running some rope around your wrists. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to. So I'll go ahead and actually make fists. Mm -hmm. There you go. Have you ever had someone like freak out just from like this little section alone? No. Interesting. Okay. And the reason why is because it's, it's my job to set up. A nice scene, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to make you feel safe, mm -hmm. I have had um, people freak out on me. Oh, okay. And I was able to take them out right away. Oh, good. And they were so grateful. Actually, the one <laughs> person you. who really freaked out on me, um, and I took him out. He was so grateful for the experience. He ended up like sending me a gift. That's awesome. And I'm thinking like, oh my god, I like he didn't have a good time. Yeah. It turns out that he felt so safe. That um, and so grateful that mm -hmm. he ended up sending me a hundred dollar gift certificate. Well, I think Mr. it's also. Tr I think it's trust. You know, yes. it's that whole thing of BDSM. Like we've talked, like we've talked about it before. Even in just sex in general, it's all trust, mm -hmm. and that's something that you have to um, be really willing to give to someone. You know, 
like even for me just to have just to be here right now yeah. that takes a lot of trust and so and it's just a you know fun time to play in the moment so I trust love it. is sexy Thank oh <laughs> trust and consent are sexy absolutely <laughs> and and i'm going to be asking you for consent um pretty much at every step of the way because okay. we've this is the first time that we're playing mm-hmm. so right now you just have your hands tied up mm-hmm. in front of you how does that feel um, it obviously like I'm kind of used like I shouldn't say kind of used to it, but like it's okay. This isn't too bad. Like I, I like this is what I expect. Like just sitting here. <laughs> By the way, I'm also just in a dog strap for anybody who's <laughs> curious to know. So like it's and he's just in pants, but you know it's it's just it doesn't seem like anything out of the ordinary to me. Right. At least I don't think. Well, uh, this is good. So that means you you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Let's switch things up a little bit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to okay. bring your hands behind you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are your nipples wired? Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> So they are sensitive. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh my god, I don't actually like when guys um, like bite my nipples. I don't either. It's we. I don't get it. I don't. Guys have a, an affliction to that. Um, I think we affinity? do. Affinity. An affinity. For, you're, you you knew what I meant. You knew what I fucking meant. Okay. So how does that feel? Not too bad. Not too bad. This is. Okay, so to describe what's actually happening, so he's basically taken my arm, and they're the my fists are now actually at basically my neck, and my arm my arms are bent <laughs> bent this backwards. Is, um, so and and uh, this is a kind of a reminiscent to a tie called the bunny tie. Okay. Oh, because your my arms are basically forming the bunny ears. Exactly. Yeah. Now this doesn't feel particularly shameful or anything. No. Right? No. Well, just to kind of give a little bit of context, mm-hmm. in some Asian cultures, particularly in Japanese culture, showing mm-hmm. your armpits is shameful. Really? Yes. Oh, so for us, it's like, yay! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so now... Okay, this, interesting. I did so, not know that. So we just changed the tie, right? So mm-hmm. you want your hands were forward, mm-hmm. now they're back. Yeah. The sense of control feels a little different now. Right? Yes. Because... Before you had your hands in front of you. Now I have them behind so, me and I can I can't really move. Right. Um, There's like a little bit of a wiggle, but not like right. Not exactly. a lot. So m- once make the mistake of not tying this hard enough, and my friend was able to just get it. <laughs> He's just like, around. what the fuck, dude? Well, apparently he knew judo, and that's like a judo move. Oh really? <laughs> so just naturally he was like, whoop. Like, so, <laughs> so I had him like this, and he was like. Mm. Oh my god! I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's just kind of natural. He literally, okay, so to describe, he literally took his hands and just like swirled them around his fucking head. God damn! So, okay, so we're still using one rope. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, oh! He's now got the rope around my my leg, the bot near my ankle, again to give you all a visual. And I'm just gonna add like a little cuff here. Okay. Or as we call it, hojo cuff. And, and what all I'm doing essentially is wrapping around your ankle, mm-hmm. and then I'm catching everything. Yeah. And then I'm making sure that it doesn't get any tighter. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so this is still one rope. Yeah. Damn. Don't you fucking dare. Oh, so th- this is an opportunity for consent to <laughs> no consent. I just looked at your nipples and you freaked out. <laughs> you pointed fingers well, at me. I did point out. I did point out. <laughs> and so, I knew where you were going with those. So, I, I mean, I I mean, yes, you can. Yeah. Not too much, though. Oh, shit. 
Yep. <laughs> I'm very ticklish. I'm, which is sad to say. Do you like getting tickled? Um, not really. Because I hate it. I I do. I absolutely hate yeah. it. Yeah. My have... my dad used to like really go really go, and I was like stop, and he would not stop, and I was like okay motherfucker. So yeah. So and that's actually um, good to know because um, some people love getting tickled. When yeah. They get tired, oh, yeah. And I absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually <laughs> like some trauma <laughs> attached yeah. to mm-hmm. it. You know, being a kid and being yeah. thrown down by your brother. Okay. So that's still just one row. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> oh no i am leaning back and forth <laughs> so and essentially i'm uh, i'm kind of playing with you too but i want to see how you react to being being moved around mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go and give your ankle a break okay yeah. just kind of giving you different sensations yeah have you ever had someone like explain that you like their palms are really sweaty um i mean that's a, it's kind of common okay yeah because I'm feeling that right now. Yeah. But again, it's like a, a sensation I'm not used to, or, or like a thing that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They're not okay. too bad, though. Okay. Good. Okay. What I'm doing right now is just making sure that you... I'm doing I can cancer. still feel. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, but you're not feeling any pinching, any... any nope. Nothing. Nope. Good. I'm still going to stick with the ro- the one rope bondage. I'm going to take the waist rope off, or the, the chest rope okay. off. Okay. And we're... Bring your hands forward again. Okay. Let's give your hands a break. Ooh. Oh, damn. And mind you, this is just one rope. Yeah. Literally, he's only used one rope the whole fucking time. That just means you know what the fuck you're doing, if you can do it in one rope. This is true. Mm. Mm. Are you ready to move a little bit? Yes. And your knees one. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta figure out how to do that. Okay. Is this okay? Yep. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I'm just gonna take the rope and I'm gonna have you follow me mm-hmm. and just. Do whatever you need to do to follow the rope. Mm-hmm. There you go, perfect. Ooh, okay. So I'm gonna leave this right here. Oh, pull on. My thumb, my thumb oh. caught one of the ropes. Did you get it? Did yeah, get I, it? I got it. I got it. So context, everyone. I am currently <laughs> on my 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 elbows and my knees, like a good old doggy style. <laughs> now, mind you, still the same, just the one tie yep. around your wrists. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to pull. Follow the rope. Oh, got it. Follow the rope. Oh, I, oh, God. Okay. There you go. Mm. I'm just going to add another little cuff to one of your ankles. Okay. So now my arms are now under me on the floor, and my the, the right side of my cheek is up against said floor while my ankles are being tied to the rope and essentially we're just connecting your ankles <laughs> to your hands mm-hmm. 
And now your butt is exposed. <laughs> you know you like the view, don't lie. I do. <laughs> now, one of the things I love to do with rope is play with sensation. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always have to be bad sensation. Yeah. I like to run rope. Just, you know, little places. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. I know what... Yep. You want to describe that? Oh, I mean, I would, but I'm just enjoying the sensation. Good. Basically, it's going right up my crack. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> now, I need you to definitely let me know if this gets to be too tough. Okay. Um, do you think you can keep that for, like, let's say, three minutes? Three, three or five minutes? This? Yeah. Good. So, uh, the reason I like this, guys, is because you're basically on all four. Well, you were on all four, so now mm-hmm. you're on <laughs> two knees and your head. Yep. <laughs> But it does give me access to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. yep. It's all right there. And so I like the feeling of this is a very sexy tie and it's definitely exposing you a lot. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, yes. There is nothing to the. Well, <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> um, damn, you my foot. Thank um, you. So, but this is a very exposing position right? yes like you right now you can't really do much of anything with your hands and feet no um and your butt's at my mercy uh-huh but we're gonna go ahead and start taking you out of it okay this is your first time in it mm-hmm. but uh i know what i'll be tying you up <laughs> at a different time see i feel time. like this is like definitely if you're like hardcore mm-hmm. like Tying someone up, like especially someone who likes being tied up mm-hmm. and is getting the shit fucked out of them, that this is the kind of, <laughs> at least I imagine you right. you know better than I do. Um, you know, uh, so this is great, but um, if you think about it, yeah, oh yeah, this eventually will. Oh well, you're like yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So so it is comfortable. Yeah. But after a while, you have to keep in mind. That, you know, we have knees and yeah. other joints that we got to take care of. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for, for getting you up, I'm actually going to help you. Okay. Since <laughs> you have no hands. Uh-huh. All right, let's get you up. Okay. And now you got use of your hands so you can... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so still one rope. Yeah. I'm, I'm not... Also, but also I'm not surprised. Knowing you, I'm not surprised. Let's do a hand check real quick. Now... Truth be told, this looks pretty good, mm-hmm. but I would probably have done this just a little bit looser. Looser. Yeah. Um, I, I generally like to stick a fingering in, in between the rope and be able to freely. Exactly. Move it. But what's uh, but you do have I'm twisting your arms right now, your your hands mm-hmm. right now, so you have a lot of give. Yeah. Um, and notice too that these are laying all the bands and all the wraps are laying all flat, mm-hmm. and that's really important for you for your comfort. Exactly. Well. Um, because it can paint your skin. It can pinch nerves, that kind yeah. of thing. So, that's I think too, especially when tying too, like it's super important to know what you're doing because if you don't, like there are some people on social media who just are like, I got this. And you look at them, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing. Um, hopefully those people will, will, will end up learning more and looking back at their, their stuff like I'm doing now. Yeah. I'm, I look back at some of my stuff from 15 years ago and yeah. I cringe. Yeah. And I think like, boy, people still came back and wanted to yeah. play. I never heard anybody, mm-hmm. but now that I'm learning more and more and more, I'm a little bit more critical. Yeah. Uh, I feel respect. like too, I just read this too. Like if you aren't cringing at what you were doing 
at the beginning. You're saying Drag Race. Yes. <laughs> you did see it too. Well, I mean, but who was it that said it? She said, if you don't cringe out your work yeah, um, from the beginning, then somebody else will. Yeah. <laughs> So absolutely, or, but it means you haven't really done anything. Right, you're, you exactly. haven't made any changes or progress or anything. So I'm, I just untied your hands and I'm massaging your forearms. Ooh, and massaging I love your hands. Mm. Well, you know, the whole point is you want people to come back for more, right? Yeah, so absolutely. Give them a treatment. Mm-hmm. Now, see these marks? Yeah. So that's your. Those that's are, from the row. Right. So uh, these will go away, mm-hmm. um, but just know sometimes. Um, these can remain for a couple of days, so it's oh. something that you always want to try to negotiate. Yeah. Um, especially if you if you're not okay with visible marks. Yeah. Right. I mean, I got an Apple Watch. Let me find a cover. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a quick break and okay. okay. Let's see, tell me what your how, how that felt. Um, I mean, obviously for a start, like it was interesting to say the least. Especially when I when you had me in that last position, it was a weird position to be in because it was literally i had like literally no control of anything it was literally my face here and i mean you could have just went in and i would have been like <laughs> i have no i have no choice in a way <laughs> in regards to being tied up in that whole scenario type of thing but it was, i mean for a start it didn't seem like too crazy or like i was afraid right it did escalate quickly though right yeah <laughs> oh yes yes by the way just so, just so everyone knows, when he did mention that he nothing was left to the imagination, he got to see the whole thing, but now he saw it in person and not online. <laughs> this is true. Bonus. So, um, okay, so do you think that you might be up for maybe a harness? Yeah. Okay. So and um, so we're gonna use the same rope. I'm gonna put you in a TK, um, okay. which is a box tie. Okay. Um, and that's gonna be probably two ropes. Okay. Um, so, but before we do that, I want to check your shoulders. Okay. So something very important with this that I've been learning recently is uh, internal shoulder rotations versus external shoulder rotations. Okay. Super nerdy. I love it. So, <laughs> um, so I'm going to have you um, actually stand up. Oh, okay. So if our voices sound a little yeah. weirder, I'm standing now. So um, pretend your arm's spaghetti. Nice and loose. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be putting your hands like this. Okay. You, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you rotate your shoulder like you're just a little bit like this. Okay. And that's going to make, that's going to change the position of your shoulders mm-hmm. so you can actually go higher. Okay. So I'm just going to grab your right arm, bring it up here. And I'm just going to hold it here. So I'm gonna get a, I want to get a little bit more gains out of this stretch. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna have you push on what I'm pushing right now. Of course, you get set for five, four, three, two, one. Mm. Oh, great, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna tie your hands. Okay. But what this is gonna do is actually just gonna be more, more of a placeholder. Okay. The wraps that I'm gonna put on there. Okay. So I'm gonna make it so you can actually move. Your okay. hands. So, and this will allow us to play longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just know that it's just a placeholder. Okay. So what, like, what other, besides rope, what other, like, f- stuff have you played around in and, like, really find is, like, your bread and butter? So, uh, so flogging and whipping. Okay. Um, single tail 
is one of my specialties. Okay. Um, uh, flogging. Um, I for a long time I was really dabbling in a lot of medical play. So Ooh, I was okay. doing um, like saline infusions, uh, play piercings, mm -hmm. um, and catheter play. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, but I, I always kept going back to to rope. Mm. Um, but I do like I've, I've dabbled in puppy play. Um, I am a switch. Okay. So um, something you probably noticed when you walked in is that I have a I, I have a dom. Yeah. So um, so I, I I play both as the top and the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, and everything I do I do as a switch. Okay, got it. So if I if it's fire play I'll do I'll do it as a top or as a bottom. Ooh, fire play. Explain, because I so, haven't heard that one yet. Oh, okay. So have you heard of temperature play? No. Okay. Okay. So have you heard of wax play? Yes. Okay. So wax play is a type of temperature play. Okay. Where you're melting wax over someone's body. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's a type of temperature play. Okay. Um, there are other types of temperature play where you can use different types of accelerants, mm -hmm. like alcohol on your body. You're, you'll be perfect because you wouldn't have any hair to burn. <laughs> but you can actually like burn little threads. Interesting. Okay. On your body. Uh -huh. um, and, this, and the whole point is not to burn you. It's, it's, more the, play, it's right? more the sensation. And the visual. Yeah. It, it's really trippy to see yourself on fire. Interesting. Um, um, so it's a little bit more risky play. Yeah. What's what's something that's like off limits? Like have you like, that you tried and were like, I will never do that again? I don't think that I have anything. Oh my god. Like like uh even like scat? Uh, I've uh, so let's talk about that for a second. Because there's yeah. like intentional scat and then there's like unintentional scat. Yeah. So um, unintentional scat, if it happens, uh, wipe off. Yeah. Go, go take a shower mm -hmm. and keep going. Yeah. Um, so, also, my first daddy, uh, the daddy introduced me to kink, he was a fisting bottom. So, if you're going to play in sandbox, you're going to get some sand on you. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, I've had scenes where, like, I went deep enough that I had <laughs> cold, <laughs> and, there it is. and it was all over me. Mm hmm and we were laughing our ass eyes off. Yeah. We took a shower and we kept going. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, so, accidental scat, I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, but it's not something I really seek. Okay. Because um, I'm not something, because that's not, because I've always said that that's something that I just don't necessarily have interest in. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't sound... Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound appealing <laughs> to me. I, I Even, I, I'm thinking too, I, even though like everybody that... I feel like in our community too loves water sports. Mm -hmm. Not something that I would probably be interested in. I I think it's more of like um, because I would feel like degraded, and that's not ever something I want to feel. That can be part of the trip. I read a book called Urban Aboriginals by Jeff Mains. Okay. And it talks about uh, piss as being a gift from within. Mm -hmm. um, it talks about using piss as like uh, a celebration okay. uh, drink. Um, so, and, uh, especially with like old biker clubs, when somebody got a new bike, it wouldn't be uncommon for, for somebody to get tied up to their bike and everybody to piss on them and their bike. Mm -hmm. And I was blessing their bike. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so it depends on what context you're thinking about it, right? Like okay. I, when I first started thinking about piss play, I was like, um, yeah, no, I don't want to do that way. Um, but then, um, then I, I had to shift in my mind of like, it's a gift from within. Mm -hmm. Right, and it also depends on what kind of piss. Yeah. Right, like I probably wouldn't drink piss from a stranger at the bar because mm -hmm. everything we take in, we filter out and we pee out. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's tweaking, <laughs> you're probably uh, gonna end up doing exactly. Something. So um, I would say that, like, as far as piss play, I'm a pissy pure, piss drinker. 
Okay. And what I mean by that is, girl, you gotta be running clear. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. I don't think I would mind maybe. It's being my preference. The pisser. But... Mm-hmm. But I also get a little pee shy, and you know that takes a hot second. It does, and it, it takes that'll take a while to get over. Yeah. Um, I saw this super hot bear at the Lone Star uh, Bar in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He was waiting at the trough, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give two. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Don't you hate when that shit yeah, happens? Yeah, he got mad. <laughs> He's, He's like, so "Bitch." Well, he grunted because um, I didn't speak German. Oh, got it. <laughs> But you got it. Okay, so is it fair to assume that you've kind of fooled around, fucked, and like played with a lot of different people from different backgrounds and different people who also speak different languages? Um, Yes, uh, but I wouldn't say to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, especially when I was doing a lot of demos at Folsom Street Fair in Dolly Valley. Okay. Um, and Ooh, we... still need to go. <laughs> still need <laughs> to go to Folsom. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, there were work though because I worked for the Stop Age Project and the San Francisco Aids Foundation. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we we worked. That was work. <laughs> you don't get to play as much. We like with the Stop Age Project, we had a whipping booth, so it was fun <laughs> in that respect. But so just to kind of give you a heads up, so I'm um, mm-hmm. putting in a, a TK. So mm-hmm. I just put. Two wraps on the on top of your chest, mm-hmm. and then I put two wraps under your your chest. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing here is I'm adding I'm adding these little um, they're called kanukis or cinches. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you are in your first TK. Mm, yes. By the way, my hands are behind my back, stacked one on top of the other, and he's just going around every <laughs> little bit that I've uh, that I've encountered. Because the other thing too that I've always found weird is I do have a little bit of, like, claustrophobia. Mm -hmm. Yes. But it's from, like, here's the weird one. Like, being, um, like, trapped in, like, a sleeping bag is a weird sensation, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yes. Because there's no way out, but you're stuck in it, you know? Yep. Um, I feel like being in, like, a tube of, like, fluid, like, trying to, like, travel somewhere, that would freak me out a lot, too. Oh, yeah. This isn't, like, honestly, like, this isn't too bad because I can still breathe. Good. And this, and, like, this is totally fine. I'm glad that you, you keep adjusting. That's good. Yeah. So that way we can keep you up for longer. So I used to use hankies to blindfold. Yes. For like the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then recently, I'm like, scarves look so hot. Mm-hmm. So And they're super soft and mm-hmm. flowy. Just placing the scarf over your eyes. Mm. So I literally cannot see a damn thing, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm right behind you, so I got yes. your back. Cool. So, does that feel okay? Yep, feels okay. really fine. I'm going to be banging for you and adjust it in the front. Okay. So it looks cute. Mm-hmm. Again, if you want to see these photos, at Cunning and other stuff, you're welcome. <laughs> there we go. Remember that position we had put you in? Yes. Down you go. Oh, shit. <laughs> at least I was on a bed. <laughs> That's true. Okay, and you said it was okay for me to tie up your 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 feet, right? Yes. Have you? Uh, oh, I think we're gonna put you in a hot tie. In a hot tie? Yeah. I've never done that. Well, I don't want to be braggy mm-hmm. or toot my own horn. Yeah. I do have a pretty uh, comfortable hot tie. So okay. I'm just gonna have you relax your leggies. There you go. Taking every inch, goddammit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also, you know, 
you're so here it is you're like literally a gift that's wrapped up in my bed right mm -hmm. oh so i'm going to enjoy it right mm -hmm. um but it's not just visually yeah mm. one of the things about being blindfolded is that all of a sudden all your other senses mm -hmm. oh And I like I love the fact that you just shifted your arms in the back. Mm -hmm. So that's what I meant by that was a placeholder. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and tap one of your leggies. Mm -hmm. Down there. And I'm just putting a single column tie mm -hmm. on your leg. That has a nice little space there. Mm -hmm. And I am going to use the structure of the fox tie as my anchor. That's four. So I know we had, uh, in us talking, one of the major things you had mentioned that you were a community health organizer. Yes. So um, I, I work in public health. Uh -huh. So um, uh, public health has, has been my track for a long time. So mm -hmm. I do, I've, I've uh, I started out with the Stop Age Project. Then mm -hmm. I, um, moved on to San Francisco AIDS Foundation mm -hmm. and um, yeah just basically moved around nonprofits um, that I felt um, had a really good mission okay and I just was really fortunate to to be able to combine my kink life mm -hmm. with um, my professional life so. so what exactly like got you into the I like into the whole idea of like the medical side of things um, so Again, so my first daddy was working for an agency called the South Age Project, and I started volunteering for that mm -hmm. agency. And um, one day he went to go become a, a community health outreach worker, and he came home with a binder. Mm -hmm. And this binder had, like, every name known to man for heroin and coke and how to do it safely and how to talk to people about doing it safely, and yeah. it blew my mind. Uh -huh. I was like, what is this? And so then I went on to take the training. Okay. And after that, lo and behold, there was a job available, and I applied for the job. Oh, awesome. And now, thankfully, I was working for a company that wasn't a for-profit company, uh -huh. but that um, actually the body shop. Okay. And they were not a nonprofit, but they had a bit of a, that feel to it. Uh -huh. And they allowed me to take time off to become to take the training. Oh, that's awesome. Which in retail never happens. <laughs> so <laughs> Take it while you can. Take it while you can. So um, I just threw a rope over your head. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> and, okay, so I'm going to connect the other leg. Okay. So now I'm, I'm lying on my stomach, blindfolded, arms behind my back, and both of my legs <laughs> getting close to my ass cheeks. So now does it feel comfortable? Um... Does it feel uncomfortable? Uh, in what context? Well, so when you see a picture of somebody in a hot tie, it generally looks pretty painful. Yes. Does So compared to what you've seen in pictures? Um, it feels weird to not be able to move. Yeah? If I'm being completely honest. Well, and, and that's that's real right there. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, you mentioned giving control. Mm -hmm. You're temporarily allowing me to have. Uh huh. So you're never losing control. Mm -hmm. You uh, you always have a choice. Mm 
Yeah, and that's what I tell folks I play with. You mm-hmm. always have a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, you know, we're playing with some pretty powerful magic, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, you are going and putting yourself in a state that you have never been in. Yeah. So that's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. That's going to be exciting. Sometimes excitement and fear can feel yeah. kind of similar. But the good thing is, is that you know where you're going to land. You know yes. that ultimately you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It looks so pretty. Mm. I've had people fall asleep in my hot ties. <laughs> really? Yep. I don't know how you'd be able to do that. So I had a friend in San Francisco who had tied up for many, 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 many years. Uh-huh. And we, had, we played a game. And the game was... How long could he last? No. If he got out. Oh, no. If he got out, then I ended up in a hot tie. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up in a hot tie a couple times. Uh-huh. Um, but that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, but I love getting tied up. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to give you kudos right now. Okay. Because you are in a pretty awesome position, but it's also a kind of compromising position, right? Yep. So I just want to give you kudos and I'm going to start taking you out of the rope now. Oh, thank you. I got you. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, so when I have get to know you uh, bondage states, they're yeah. never really, really intense. Yeah. Um, I want to know how your body reacts, how you react to me tying you up. Mm-hmm. Um, See, for me, it's more of just ex- like exploration of just like wanting to try. Mm-hmm. I, it's not necessarily that I'm like, ooh, I want to be in like this, you know, all the time. But it's an opportunity for me to explore mm-hmm. and be willing to try yeah. something different and and give and uh, give appreciation. Yeah. For those who actually really enjoy doing this. Yeah. 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 I mean, but here's the thing. Now you say you've tried it. Yep. Um, it, it sounds to me like you've had a positive experience so far. So far. Um, I mean, the blindfold and for, in like a second, I was just like, this is a weird feeling. I don't know how I feel, but like, you know, it's something different and you know, I just have to, for me, I feel like it's just about giving into it mm-hmm. and letting it happen. Yeah. Melt into it. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's that, that takes a lot. Yeah. Right? You know. Absolutely. Um, while we have chatted and talked on the phone and a lot, like like this is our first time meeting in person. Yeah. This uh, this is completely different, you know. Yeah. So right now I just took your one leg out. Mm-hmm. I'm taking I'm untying the other leg that's that is um, anchored to the harness. Mm-hmm. And oh and then once you're able to use your legs, I'm gonna actually take your blindfold off. Okay. So that way you can kind of orient yourself again. There we go. Uh, you know, I'm going to put pillows under your ankles. <laughs> no, I just, I don't like your ankles being on. No, you're something. fine. Oh, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can't break your toys. Yeah, no. oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, um, and then I'm going to come back up to the top of the bed. Close your eyes. Eyes closed. I, I just took your blindfold off and I want you to open your eyes just kind of so, ever so slowly. Mm. I'm making sure that your eyes don't get shocked. Mm. Nope, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> okay. Do you think that you can get on your knees? 
on the bend. Let's try. I just love to see people squirm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, this is as far as I'm going okay. to go. I'll tell you what. Oh. Now, I think you're just being a tease now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, motherfucker. Okay, so um, let's try you actually rolling you. Oh, wait, there, there we go. There we go. <laughs> By the way, I did try. Okay, well, I did try, y'all. You did? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh no, asking you to get on your knees from the position that you were in is not easy. Has anybody done it? Yeah. <laughs> Looking at them. You want some more? Yes, please. Ooh. Normally, I drink the water and then I feed it, but, you know, we're not fully down yet. <sighs> drink your water, children. Yes. In fact, what, uh, before you leave, I'm going to have you finish that. Okay. So, mm. how do your hands feel? Um, they feel warm, but obviously but, this because it's all the blood and the But you don't feel any, 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 like... Pinching, or you don't feel no. any like electricity, or no. any, good. That means that okay. That means that you you this is well tied to you. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we try to avoid, yeah, um, is an, um, one of the major risks with bondage is nerve compression. Yeah. So we're adding wraps and wraps around your body, and those can wrap around where nerves come out. Mm-hmm. So that means that I place wraps in the right place. Yeah. Good job. Good job. All right. So I'm gonna put you in one more position. Okay. Just because you're you're just curious to find out. I am, I am. So, but I also want to see you wiggle a little bit more. Oh, of I want you to wiggle towards the middle of the bed. Okay. Um, on my back. I, I don't care how you get it done. <laughs> how do you want it? No, I want to know oh, how, where oh, do I just like how you are. Okay. Sitting upright. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant like how do you do it? I'm like, I don't care how you get it done. Figure it out, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't want to do the Okay. Okay. Do you look sure? Um. Okay. This is so white person of me. I like shrimp, especially from like Betty Hanna. Okay. And like grilled and stuff without the tails on it and everything. Okay. That's how I like it. Okay. Okay. Uh, the reason I ask is because I'm going to put you in the shrimp. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm tying both your legs together. Okay. You don't have any back problems or anything. No. Okay. You'd think as a dancer I would, but no, it's all my. It's on my legs and feet. <laughs> but even then, I still dance. So I'm like, okay. Well, good. Like, the, these fucking calves, man. Mm. Mm. Well, break someone's fucking legs. Neck. So I'm like, break I, someone's neck. I do admire good legs. Thank you. Yeah, good legs. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks. Okay. So I know you've done demos, a lot of them. Um, one particular person that I'm very curious to ask you about is Mr. Christopher. Yes. <laughs> How did you guys get connected and actually start doing some of these classes together? So uh, the first time I worked with Mr. Christopher, he asked me to do a photo shoot for Mr. S. Oh, okay, um, yes. So they were they were starting to feature Twisted Monk Rope, mm-hmm. and they needed somebody to put somebody in a hot tie. And so, uh, so Mr. Christopher, he was doing the shoot, I think. So otherwise, he would have probably done it. So yeah. he needed somebody to do the rigging. So I think that's the first time we to meet to work together. Mm-hmm. We had always seen each other around. San mm-hmm. Francisco is a small place. Yeah. And after that, he actually asked me if I wanted to do a workshop with him together. That's awesome. Which is super amazing. I was totally girlfriend. Oh, you're like thank Fangirl, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my question too is is because you know he, him and Amp have this 
really good YouTube channel. Let's let you breathe for now. Sorry. <laughs> With, uh, they have, what's, they, the, what's the safe word? Yeah. What's the safe word? So what do you think, obviously, like, that's, like, a, a really good a way to expose the BDSM world and fetish culture. Mm-hmm. What are some of the pros of it? But what do you think are some of the cons of doing of having something like that with people who might not be so well versed in it? Well, first of all, I actually think that Amp and uh, Mr. Christopher really do justice to explaining consent, explaining technique, yeah, making it fun. Mm-hmm. I think uh, as far as downsides, I I don't I can't, obviously you can't ask questions one yes. on one, mm-hmm. um, but they do make themselves available for that. Which I is good. They do have a, um, a podcast where the people can call in and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but I'm going to say that there were more advantages to that type of format, especially mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yeah. Right? When people couldn't meet. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, obviously, you can't have this experience that you and I are having face to face. So if I'm going to say that there would be any disadvantage, would be, you know, if there's people, no real like in person face-to-face kind of right, connection exactly. type thing. But I have seen their channel, and I, I wouldn't say I, I have no complaints about it. I, I, think I love it. I think it's great. I like the vlogs, especially with Amp. He did a shot shoot in Vegas with, I forget the name of the, it was a kink? With kink and, like, the whole behind-the-scenes thing. And I was like, it's, it's fascinating because a lot of people don't know, and just watching their lives and how everything go and how different it is, and it's like, Hey, you can't go back to a bathhouse and fuck around and have fun and still, you know, take the fear out of it. Because that's, again, and we had talked about this too, like, I kind of came from this place of, like, heteronormative mm. media mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, you caught an STD, you got, you know, chlamydia, oh. Oh. you're a fucking demon. And it, fr- and it freaked me out a little bit, to be completely honest, mm-hmm. and I caught syphilis and it, like scared the shit out of me a little bit but you know growing up i started realizing that like it's gonna happen stis are inevitable yeah they're oh, just yeah. part of the deal yeah um and so um, i like that they normalize that mm-hmm. you know having that conversation exactly i um, i've actually because I've, I've worked in sexual health i've never had a real problem with talking about those things mm-hmm. after i started working in the field before then yeah oh yeah the first time i got gonorrhea forget about it i mm-hmm. thought it was like radioactive and I'm never going to have sex again. Mm-hmm. And that was really, that was very dangerous and shameful thing mm-hmm. to go through, especially because the medical establishment is, is going to be really backwards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just part of the game. I've had uh, uh, friends or tricks call me and be like, hey, dude, I just want to let you know I just tested positive for syphilis. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I'll tell my partner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And we'll go to the clinic together. Yeah, that's good. So we actually go to the clinic together. Mm-hmm. We, go, we always test and treat. Mm-hmm. no matter what test and treat and so this has happened to me like three times mm-hmm. and it's nothing to it mm-hmm. nothing to it um, yeah. funny enough I still have <laughs> I still have mad syphilis I've got I've got it it fucking sucks. well you know and I told the nurse I was like you know what she's like yeah and you actually don't have it and I was like oh I'm really surprised and she looked at me and she said really why are you surprised and I said honey I'm a queer man that's like 43 years old mm-hmm. like I'm really surprised yeah and she's like well I've never had syphilis, and I took one look at her, and I said, "I'm not surprised." <laughs> so, you're too you're too good for that. <laughs> so no, um, I there's no shame. It's mm-hmm. like you know, back in this you know in the day before um, social media, it was mm-hmm. like call your phone tree, mm-hmm. or you uh, you know cruise, you'd go to the city clinic and be like, "I'll see you in seven to ten days." Yeah. Um, but there's no no tea, no shame. Yeah. So, so this is a shrimp time. Okay. Yeah, I, by the way, I'm literally just like hands still behind my back, my legs are f- crossed, and I'm just like leaning forward with a rope. 
All right, so that's kind of a difficult time. So mm -hmm. I'm um, on your back. Yeah. But do you notice anything with your breathing? Um, you when I ex when I breathe in and try to you know ex let my body expand, it, you can feel it start to like push back. So remember how I mentioned salmonella? Yes. So this isn't necessarily me tormenting you, but I'm starting to put a little bit of pressure, pressure. on your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. And so it's making it a little bit more difficult for you to breathe. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're, gonna stop, you're not going to stop breathing, but mm -hmm. you're struggling a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's pushing your limits just a little bit. And mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you in just a second. <laughs> but that's what semen yeah. or seminella is. It's just kind of like It's just going just a little bit enough yeah. to at least, instead of feeling more pain, it's more like of the pleasure aspect of it. Interesting. Okay. And those and these were concepts that I used to never play with. Like, um, mm -hmm. I don't want to fuck with anybody breathing. Mm -hmm. But um, it's it's a new concept that I've really been getting into. And that's I mean, this is really like, but yeah. it's just a little taste of like that little struggle. You yeah. Know, to fill your to, to your diaphragm has to work a little bit harder. Is that is that something that excites you? It does now. Okay. It does now that I know how to play with it. Uh -huh. um, most of my friends around me love knocking each other out and you know doing karate chokeholds and stuff like that. Jesus. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's all fine because the people that do it like really know what they're doing. Like, yeah. They know how to do CPR. They mm -hmm. know about physiology. They're, mm -hmm. We're playing with really fucked up shit. Yeah. I see you struggling a little bit. No, no, no. It was more of a question. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 does that just come out of? Es not, not escalating, but progressing from doing stuff like role play and flogging and realizing that it's not hitting the right spot anymore. The 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 the, the part where you knock somebody out. It, or the type of the play of like doing of uh, I'm forgetting the name of it. Seminar. Thank you. That and doing more impact play and stuff like that. Does that is it just a progression? of just simple flogging and realizing you're like, okay, that's not hitting the spot anymore, or oh. is it something else? For me? Yeah. Oh, no, it always hits the spot. I love all the activities that I uh -huh. mentioned before, Yeah. but I'm just really turned on by the fact that I can do a lot of the same stuff. Mm -hmm. Look up. Oh, no. <laughs> you can still, you know, you can still yeah. hold your rope and you can still do mm -hmm. some of the sensation. Yeah. But I don't need a flogger. Yeah, you have so, to, to me that really turns me on. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it's going to be a very different uh, a sensation because mm -hmm. a bar is more of a thuddy feel yeah. and it has a different weight and all that. I still love doing all the activities that I mentioned. Yeah. But because I'm learning Shibari, it's, mm -hmm. I'm kind of like laser focusing on what I can get done with this mm -hmm. and really sort of pushing my limits as a top. Yeah, I feel that. Um, to play with things that I never used to play with. And to me, just from the geeky aspect of it, yeah, it, it just turns me on. I'm like, oh shit, so if I if I put my rope here, mm -hmm. I can actually knock somebody out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to me, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a little guy, right? So yeah. for me to do a chokehold on somebody mm -hmm. and then have them fall. That means like, you take you have to right, a lot of power. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I can do this with rope. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's just, you know, essentially like placing the rope in certain places where it's. You're going to feel pressure. Yeah. Now with rope, very important that I say this. We don't want people passing out of the ropes. Oh, yeah. No. So mm -hmm. it's, it's playing with the concept and playing a little bit with. The lightheadedness and all mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I, I would never want anybody to get knocked out. No, absolutely. I've been knocked out. Um, not my favorite feeling. Yeah. I a lot think of people so. really enjoy it. I hear stories of people feeling like they slept for 20 days and they have the best dreams. They wake up laughing. They wake up wow. like, oh yeah. 
Interesting. I, when I come to, I, I always feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> You're like, what happened? <laughs> like I did too many poppers or something. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, so to me, I, I don't like that feeling of not being in control. Yeah. I like getting control to other people. But yeah. when I, when, if I wake up, I start thinking like, am I doing something I shouldn't be doing? Yeah. Am I, you know, so. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a, a lot of different kinks. But I feel like too, like once you get, uh, like once you have had enough of that, or you're kind of almost used to it at that point. Maybe I'm desensitized or, to it. You mean? Yeah, like desensitized to it. You wake up, you're like, okay, now I feel better in a way. You know, some people feel refreshed after coming back to. Yeah, I don't. Weird. I for me, like I'm so used to just sex that right. I don't know if I could ever move to that point. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying like I'm, I like my I like my sex partner sentient. Yeah, <laughs> you want them awake. <laughs> so, Ooh. oh my god, I got some nice armbands. Yes, you do. If only you could see them. Oh, so sexy. <laughs> Here, let's take a picture. Of you and oh my god, yeah, you will. You will see this on the instas. So I think of this as like when you get a massage. You know, you really put oh, a lot of lactic acid and stuff like that. And the massage therapist always tells you, "Drink this glass of water." No, like literally, no, like literally drink the water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> point, like there was a point when we were, when you had me blindfolded on, like on my stomach, but my face here on my knees where I was definitely like, I feel like I want to get out and like I'm there. I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't know how I feel in this moment. And I, but I let it kept, I kept it going for a while to see how far I was comfortable going for I said before I threw in the towel and saying okay and it was definitely the blindfold that definitely did that for me but what I thought was it was just it was interesting I liked it it was fun it was a new experience and I'm glad that I got to do that I have to tell I'm just gonna tell you right now and I'm not buttering you up like, yeah you did pretty good for your first bondage Ooh. I mean we put you in like five a, different positions I think so yeah 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 we'll not say yes yes we did <laughs> yes we did but i think too like it you know there's certain things that even like this was just a start obviously like a lot of this will there's other things that can go on obviously you have suspension which this fat ass i don't know how much how sturdy these fucking things are that is not an issue at all oh no not at all that's actually a myth oh really I okay that myth um, oh i love that there is Bondage is accessible to all different body types. Yeah. There's a, a website um, called shibaristudy.com. Okay. Um, and also um, there's karadahouse.de, which is a, a, a website, which is a collection, a very queer collective of, of folks that um, that put together workshops. Mm -hmm. And I've actually taken a couple workshops on bondage for bigger bodies. Oh, that's awesome. There are a lot of options. There are okay. a lot, a lot of options out there. It's just a matter of finding the right tie, mm -hmm. finding the right support. Yeah. But... Trust me, it's it's possible, which I think is which I think is good because I even feel like I even said this a while ago that like for some reason there are people in our community who are like the like type of gay that you're like looking and going why do we even give focus to these types of gays and you know what I'm talking about but and it sucks because then you know we then that we then those types of people then start gatekeeping and start shutting out people saying oh well no you're too fat or no you're black like you can't do any of this kind of shit but like sex is sex and sex is to a point where it's it's accessible to everybody everyone is allowed to enjoy themselves 
and no at no point should someone be turned away right because of something right right I you agree. know and I think it's and I think it's hard and I think and I think it's a little I think we see a lot of it's it's representation right a mm-hmm. lot of it as well yeah. like as a brown person you know I didn't see a lot of brown a lot of people that looked like me in advertising when mm-hmm. I was a little yeah. or in, in a lot of things mm-hmm. and when, when we look at things like Instagram since mm-hmm. this is how like we're, we're the main this is how it's happening about, right? <laughs> you see a lot of skinny people yeah right oh so, yeah oh. um now Mind you, different body types will have different flexibility, so there's certain ties that certain people can't do and all of that. Mm, yeah. But what we get used to seeing mm. is the quote-unquote ideal body type, yeah. whatever that is. Because, I mean, what what I see online is not my body, my ideal mm-hmm. body type. It ain't mine either. Me, it's <laughs> yeah. thicker men. Yeah. Right? So we, one of the reasons I started posting more is because I didn't see a lot of a lot of big people being yeah. tied up. Mm-hmm. But it is accessible. It is for everybody. And I hate the fact that people think it's a skinny boys game, a skinny people's game. Yeah, when it I mean, clearly not. is not. It's it's available to anybody, and it still baffles me in my own head that this is something that we're still fighting. It's like that's not fair. My co-host Lauren, who is unfortunately not here, is a bigger woman, and she is a kinky bitch, and she she likes impact play. She loves degradation. Like that's her shit. And so to see women like her embrace that and you know is great and you know i'm glad that there's men who do that i'm glad that there's also companies and brands in our community who are geared to our community embracing those types of bodies totally i definitely see it more celebrated and i do even see it um and and i mean i uh, hopefully won't go too too far into the overly fetishizing a body type but i Mm -hmm. do see uh, people embracing more more body types and and like putting it out there mm-hmm. and also saying like I this is what I appreciate like yeah you know the hashtag thick <laughs> with two C's yes and that's you know that's fairly new like mm-hmm. what's that all about but I I think that we're 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 being a lot more open about it and mm-hmm. better about it but I do want to acknowledge that like the biggest beautiful movement in the eighties that you know that was that was seventies and eighties right mm-hmm. like so there's we've had we've had people that fought mm-hmm. for us first. Um, to to really break that, they had to really yeah. kind of like break themselves away, mm-hmm. um, and then it became more mainstream. But yeah. I think it's becoming a lot better. That's I love that. So moving forward, where do you see yourself going in terms of BDSM and exploring? What where do you see that going for you? Again, I think it's going to be bondage, bondage, bondage. But specifically around uh, really cultivating my knowledge around shibari, kimbaku, mm-hmm. and really embracing embracing seminawa. Okay. Um, which again, it's about testing body limits. It's mm-hmm. about a little bit of torture, a little bit of pain, a mm-hmm. little bit of, you know, really pushing limits. It sounds terrible, but it actually it's really not a whole lot different than any other BDSM. Yeah. It's just it's a very highly specialized, and mm-hmm. so I just really want to cultivate that. I love that. And one last question. Yeah. It's what we asked to any guest, but now I get to actually like look you in the <laughs> eyes and actually get to hear it. So the last question I have for you is, what does sex mean to you? I'm glad you asked that because I think a lot of people have a very different definition mm-hmm. of what sex is. I think for me, sex is is an intimate activity in connection with someone mm-hmm. that does not necessarily involve penis mm-hmm. or butt or vagina yeah. or anything else, even getting yourself together. Mm-hmm. So I used to get a lot of people that get me fun of me for 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 not combining rope with sex mm. quote unquote mm-hmm. and i would say like you're not paying attention this is sex mm-hmm. <laughs> so to me a bondage scene is sex yeah absolutely so uh, yeah <laughs> i love that 
Oh my God. So thank you again. So pour yourself out. Where can people find you <laughs> on the social medias and everywhere? So essentially, uh, Rope Burns with the Z mm-hmm. on Instagram and on Twitter. Ooh, I love that. Are they raunchier on Twitter than Instagram? Uh, or are they um, all the same? They're actually they're all the same. Okay. Uh, um, and and truth be told, my Twitter is newer. Oh. I started migrating some of my old stuff onto there, so I have more of my work on on, on Instagram. Okay, so definitely check that out. All the links will be in the description down below. All right, so thank you once again for listening to another exciting edition of Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. I am your favorite Uncle Forrest. This is Koki. And always remember to stay open. Stay curious. And stay stay coming. coming. Yay. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. Have a question or topic suggestion we should cover? Send an email to comingpod at gmail.com. That's C-U-M-M-I-N-G-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Our official Instagram is at coming and other stuff. Come again soon.